Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you. I hope you enjoyed last week's episodes with Pastor Mike Kelsey. If you didn't hear them, go back and listen to those, all three of them. They're incredible. And we've got a great show in store for you today, too, with some of our favorites. But before we dive in, I want to take a moment to share about one of our incredible partners, Crew. I'm so grateful we get to partner with Crew, y'all. It's just that the Bible has meant so much in my life. I mean, this whole episode is rooted in why it matters to spend time in the Word. And we just want everyone to be able to do that, and so does Crew. But imagine for a moment that you couldn't get a Bible, that you couldn't just pop on Amazon and have one sent to your house, that you couldn't afford one, or that you aren't even allowed to have one. That's the reality for people all around the world. Believe it or not, there are many people who simply can't get a Bible. That's why we feel so excited and honored to partner with Crew. Crew is one of the largest evangelical organizations in the world with over 25,000 missionaries in almost every country. And Crew is giving Bibles around the world to people in their own heart language and sharing the hope of Jesus. But here is where they need your help. For only $21 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. And when you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $21, Crew also provides meals to five hungry families through their humanitarian aid ministry. Gah, are they the best or what, you guys? And as a thank you to you, you'll receive a copy of my book, That Sounds Fun. Simply text FUN to 71326 to help today. Imagine just how much this gift could change someone's life. So text FUN to 71326, that's F-U-N to 71326 to help now, or visit give.crew.org slash FUN. And y'all, we've been putting the finishing touches on the preparations for tomorrow night. You know, that's right. It is finally here. The That Sounds Fun live stream is Tuesday, November 2nd. That's tomorrow. And if you're like a makeup plans at the last minute kind of friend, well, the last minute has arrived. This is your moment. Head to CompassionLive.com to grab your tickets. Remember, if you sponsor a child with Compassion today, you get to be part of the VIP. There's regular tickets. It'll be me and our buddy, Eddie Koffeltz. It's going to be a blast. You guys, y'all do not want to miss it. Today on the show, I get to talk to our friends, Rachel Myers and Amanda Bible-Williams from She Reads Truth. If you've been around the podcast for a while, you've heard Rachel and Amanda before as they've taught us about Advent and Lent in the last several years. They're the women behind She Reads Truth. She Reads Truth is a worldwide community of women who read God's Word together every day. They have beautiful scripture-centered resources for all of our friends through He Reads Truth and Kids Read Truth, too. They are dear, trusted friends of ours, and I can't wait to talk all things Advent with them and you. So here's my conversation with Rachel Myers and Amanda Bible-Williams from She Reads Truth. Amanda, Rachel, happy no longer ordinary time. That's happy right. Happy no longer ordinary time. That is hey. right. <sighs> the We're calendar's turning. I don't know what color it technically turns. Like Better. Prettier. Let's say red. <laughs> red? Yeah. Oh, red for Advent? I don't know what it, te- like, I think like different traditions have different colors for Advent. Yes. And then plus the Advent candles are different colors. But yes. what we know is that it's not green. It's not green. It's not ordinary time. Praise the Lord. There's nothing against green. I love green. I have a lot against ordinary time. So boring. From <laughs> Easter tide to now, geez. It's a long time. But y'all know I've really picked up Easter tide and Christmas tide. Yes. So that I don't have to not have a part of the Christian calendar going right. at all times. Right. Nice. So, but you're back because it's Advent. Oh, coming man. Up. Not so now. happy to be well, here. Coming right up. It's coming right up. Like this fast. is the start of November. How is it already November right. of 21? 
How is it any? I, what is time? What is time? <laughs> That's what this episode. Let's just have an episode, this episode where we discuss. What is time? I mean, it feels like 2020 was a hundred years ago, and it feels like yesterday. And it feels like it's still going. <laughs> yes. What is time? Yes. A little bit. Time yeah. is flat. Mm-hmm. That's what we know. For starters, we love when y'all come back. Yeah. And I would love, will you, Amanda, will you just for a second, or Rachel, whichever you would like to do, will you talk a little bit about why the seasons of the church matter? Because some of our friends listening may have yeah. heard us talk about this before, but they may not have heard that there are things like ordinary time and that there are seasons that happen in the church. Yeah, there are. And it is, it is you know, the, the church with a capital C has used, um, well, created the church calendar and has used that as just a way of continually um, remembering the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus and yeah. reorienting our lives to the gospel. And in so different seasons, you know, you mentioned Eastertide. So, Easter Day, Easter Sunday yep. is the beginning of Easter Tide, yes. right? And, and so, it's longer than Lent. That's right. That's, that's right. the thing we should remember. We yeah. celebrate longer than we grieve. And so there are, you know, there are these really significant moments um, on of the year for Christians. And so the church calendar is a, is built around these moments and just designed to to help us remember and to give us seasons to work through because we're forgetful. I don't know if you've noticed that humans (laughs) forget things very easily. And so this is just just another way. And I mean, it has a lot of history, like Advent, for example. I don't think I realized until this year, reading some of the research that our team did, that Advent was originally a season um, for believers to ready themselves for baptism. I didn't really? know that. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't well, know well. that. Yeah. And it's ready just, yourself for baptism. And it it what? grew into an annual season of contemplation and celebration that it leads up to the birth of Jesus. So what Advent is, Advent is a season of the church calendar, a season on the church calendar, and it is the roughly four weeks leading up to Christmas Day. So it starts four Sundays before Christmas Mm -hmm. is the first Sunday of Advent, and there are four Sundays of Advent, and then it ends technically Christmas Eve. It ends at Christmas Day. And so this year, Advent starts November 28th. That's the the Sunday after Thanksgiving. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And so we actually have, um, because we like to talk about church calendar stuff so much, we have an extra in our study book. Yeah. Um, And it shows there are six seasons. So I don't know if you guys knew how many seasons, but there is Advent, and then following Advent is Christmas Tide, which yes, Annie, you've which got also love locked Christmas and loaded. Yes. So that's Christmas Day and then 12 days. Yes. And then so that ends with, I like to call it, or wait, what is it called? It's Epiphany. Yeah, right? it's Epiphany. They call well, it Yuletide. Like or, it? Oh, well, Yuletide. we call it Twelfth Night and like feasting. Oh, we do yeah. like a big feast on that yeah. night. Okay. Anyway, and then Epiphany is the, the third season. So technically that day is its <gasps> own wait, season. Wait, Christmas is not its own day, but Epiphany is its, so True. Christmas is wrapped into Christmas Tide. Yes. Easter is wrapped into Easter tide, but Epiphany is its own thing. January sixth. What? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It needs to be a bank holiday. What for is sure. that? And then, so after Epiphany, wait, we can't. No, no. Mandy's like, wait. stop. Full stop. When they made the church calendar, yeah, they did uh, hundreds of years ago. Right. They did not make Christmas its own set apart. They did not make Easter its own set apart, but they made Epiphany its own set apart. That's correct. Well, some some. Traditions yes. celebrate do create a season 
like more than one day out of Epiphany. Some traditions um, take it through the Sunday before Ash Wednesday instead of just one day. So that's a thing that's important to know about the church calendar. That's is, good. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Is that this is the church calendar is not something that you're going to like find prescribed in the Bible. You that's know, right. this is that's something good. that that now it is, you know, it does have roots in scripture as hopefully everything, every part of Christianity does. Yes. Um, but it is different traditions within the capital Church will have different versions of the calendar. And so what we have in the study book is sort of the the most general, like here's the, from the highest level, here's what the church calendar look like, looks like and generally when these seasons are observed. Right. right. So yeah, so some, sometimes Epiphany is is one day, mm-hmm. January 6th, 12 And then days it'd Christmas. be like one day and then ordinary time until Ash Wednesday, but some traditions call that whole season Epiphany. Annie's tradition would be yeah, I'm for sure doing that. To I'm not going, I'm not going back to ordinary time. Yeah. And then so after oh after that, then Ash Wednesday starts Lent, and that leads us all the way to Easter, and then seven weeks, seven weeks of Easter tide, Easter tide, and then Pentecost, which is just one day. It's the seventh Sunday after Easter, mm-hmm. and then. Okay, I just have a lot of thoughts about Epiphany and Pentecost being the two that stand alone. You guys, I know. Isn't, it, isn't it interesting? Tell us your thoughts. Well, Amanda has more thoughts. Well, first. I know I want to show you that, like, this is. I'm, I apologize to the listener; you can't see what I'm pointing at. But look, Annie, if you replace this <laughs> this ordinary time by extending yes, Epiphany, that's right. Then you get a whole half half a year half of the a year circle. Without ordinary time. Yeah. Just for all of our friends listening, I don't really hate ordinary time. I it's just our long running conversation that I think <laughs> I like seasons so much that I really yeah. appreciate how all the seasons are intentional. And y'all yearly remind me mm-hmm, ordinary mm-hmm. time is also intentional. It just is ordinary. Okay, okay. Some of the best stuff Pentecost, happens in ordinary time, Annie Downs. So so Epiphany thank you to say that. Like my birthday. So I right, get it. Right, right. Um what we celebrate on Epiphany is the day that the wise men arrived to Jesus, right? Yes. And what we celebrate on Pentecost is the day the Holy Spirit arrived to believers. Yeah. What is, what there, what is it? (laughs) I don't know what it is yet, but I'm feeling. feels like maybe the Pentecost is a little more significant than the three wise men, just saying. Holy Spirit's arrival. Yes, yes, yes. Over the arrival. But it is something about who's the giver and who's the receiver. Okay. Go for it. The, the, I don't know yet. I don't know. This is just mm-hmm. for everyone listening. This is literally what we would do around uh, yeah. a table of Mexican food and margaritas. Yeah. And yeah. We would have to be doing this. And this is what I do in my quiet time of like, what does it mean? What is happening? Does it mean something to y'all or am I reading too much? I don't think you are. As you guys are discussing I love yourself, reading too much. I love reading I'm too much looking, in scripture. I'm looking at this extra that, um, that, that uh, the She Reads Truth team created. And uh-huh. it says that also known as the Feast of Three Kings or Three Kings Day or Twelfth Night. Epiphany commemorates the arrival, of, yes. as you just said, of the wise men and is a reminder that Christ's birth is good news for all creation. Mm-hmm. So the okay. wise men It's less would about have them. Been, Surprise. Right. Well, well, it is about them. It's about the fact that... It's I mean, weird. Laugh. It's not about the humans. Okay, go ahead. But, but it kind of is because it's about the fact that it is good news for for also for them. Yeah, yes. that they yes. came, you know, from okay. from, from afar, a distance. right? Yes. Okay. Um, and yeah. probably not Jewish, right? Yes. Right. yes, yes, not Jewish. And so that this was not just good news for you know Israel 
no that's trans right. people. For this Bethlehem. is good news for the world, yeah. which I think and then what is happens super on similar. Yeah, Pentecost. Because that's when 3,000 people got saved. Because everyone had come for the festival. Yes. And everybody got to hear the gospel in their There's own language. something about that. Whoever, whenever okay. they sat with the original Christian calendar, they said, now nah, we'll throw Christmas mm-hmm. in with Christmas time. Ah, we'll throw Easter in with Easter mm-hmm. time. But Pentecost mm-hmm. needs yeah. to stand on its own. And mm-hmm. Epiphany. And Epiphany. So I'm saying there that, that there is some sort of significance. You're not wrong. Or we're going to create it. And if we are wrong, guess what? Someone will tell us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone listening to this. I can count on it. I hope they do. Somebody fact check me. We uh-huh. need to get some fact no. checkers in here. And but we listen. love to be wrong because that means, I don't, well. Because we're still digging I'll into take scripture. That back. I don't care. I, we, we love to learn. We love to learn. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the right way to I say that. Okay. <laughs> but Pentecost was, was when, mm-hmm. when the Christian the church was born. The gospel was revealed yes. to the nations. Yes. And, and then Epiphany is Epiphany means to show or to reveal. It's like a little a little use case, a little All a right. micro version so of that. Here's, here's two sentences, maybe. I'm, I'm still Give we're still working us. through this. Working thesis is, of Annie's if, forthcoming yes. dissertation. Yes, that's it on Epiphany. If if anybody's if I'm gonna write a dissertation, it's gonna be about the Christian calendar. Uh Epiphany is when the world was told about Jesus' birth, and Pentecost is when the world was told about Jesus' resurrection. Yeah. Right? Ooh. That's good. Right? I mean, because that's... Those that's... are not wrong things. I think you're right. I okay. like it. I like okay. that a lot. That's what... I'm... All right. We submit this for your approval, Yeah, world. dear theologians. Yeah. Tell us what you come think. Come at us. Here's the, the thing. Jitter- Everyone's having brutal. more brilliant thoughts than we are right now, and, and they're getting... I, I need to hear the, like, the okay, full thought. Okay. Here's my hope is that they'll... We'll, we've already posted about this on Instagram. They already see the picture of us. Yeah. So in that comment section, you are... We we are inviting you... Yes. ...to process this with I'm us. I'm so excited. We'll be there. Oh, gosh. If... if this is the part where I wish I was uh, like a Kate Bowler or someone who spends mm. their whole time. She's so smart. Th- spends her, that's a yes. That's what that sounds yeah. like. <laughs> spends their whole time in theology because I'm like, I'll see y'all tomorrow. I could think about this for the rest yeah. of the day. Yes. Of like, what does it mean? And why? And what is, what what it, what came from both of these uh-huh. things? And because it can't have been haphazard. That's it. Uh-uh. Nothing is an accident. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. And this is, and like Amanda said, this is not scripture. Yes. The, correct, I'm gesturing correct. towards the church calendar. Uh-huh. Yes. But the 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 church fathers. Yeah. And mothers. Yeah. Like I, they they did not do this with uh-huh. a like uh-huh. over lunch. Uh huh. Right. I <laughs> like we just did with right. that thesis. That's right. I sat with my y'all are gonna love this sentence. I sat with my acupuncturist, who is a Jew, a couple of days ago. This is excellent. And he is a practicing Jew. I love him so much. We, I mean, it's one of my favorite things, and it has helped with migraines and all sorts of body stuff. It's been a great addition to my life, um, along with other healing things, all the things I need to say. Um, but we were talking about the story in the Old Testament, and he said, and they um, read this, the Torah every year. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I have read this every year of my life, and for the first time ever, I saw these three words, and what do they mean? And we did this over these yes. three words in this yeah. one story about Abraham. And so I, this kind of stuff to me is like, if we're not doing this, you're missing out on the fun part of reading scripture. And you're missing out on the fun part the of- The digging in. The yeah. digging. Yeah. What is it? What's the scripture say? It's, it's God's to uh, conceal and a, and a king's to reveal. Oops. That's gonna be. That's I don't not, know. That's the Annie International version. <laughs> Pause. Do y'all know? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? I love. I love that the scripture. I have I, no, <laughs> but I believe you. I'm um, sure. to conceal. Hold on, it's a real scripture. Um, Proverbs twenty five two. 
It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. Ooh. Right? So I'm always like, yeah, this is God. Part of the joy of being in relationship with God Mm -hmm. is it is his glory to conceal something and our joy to search it out. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And we're so passionate about that. I mean, Rachel and I have— you know, this is what we spend our day doing and encouraging so others lucky. to do too. It truly, I mean, best best job in the world, yeah. according mm-hmm. to me. Um, that we get that we get to just open our Bibles and read. And the thing about Scripture is it holds up that you can <laughs> right. pick at it. You know, yeah. it's okay. Like you're not. I'm not threatening mm-hmm. God by asking questions, right? Of of Him and of His Word, yes, because it's true and it doesn't. I I believe that the Bible is true; that it doesn't contradict itself. That if there's something that I am not understanding, then the the right thing to do, the appropriate thing to do, is to keep digging Uh and pressing in. Uh And as we have done that, I mean, that's that's what we do on our entire podcast: is we just like read and ask questions and marvel, and that's what we do. And um, and very, you know, we don't often go into those conversations thinking, I have these things that I super want to make sure that I say or mm-hmm. explain. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not that so much as I am so excited to open these passages of Scripture with these couple friends, and then we're just going to dig in and talk about it. Right. Just like we are right now. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's super fun work. I have some do. friends, we do that on Marco Polo. We're yes. like, we'll be like, I read this today. What I don't I mean I read a thing yeah. in Ezekiel that I I I won't even repeat. I read a thing in Ezekiel mm-hmm. that I will not repeat right now. And I've disliked it so much that I was like, what? Right. Wait, what? That's that is terrible. Yeah. And so I got on Marco Polo and I was like, have y'all ever read this? What is happening? Yeah. And that same God is our God. And that's and so I but I think we need the, but that's the Bible the thing survives. To do. It holds up. Yes, that's it right. holds up. And that's so right. when you when you read something like that, rather than like closing your Bible up and pushing it away, like I don't get it, I don't get right. it, I don't know, this is upsetting. Yeah, you ask questions and you yeah. go to other believers. You work within yeah. the body of Christ. Yeah. Yep. and wisdom comes from the Lord. Yeah, and and so maybe it's not like well now I perfectly understand because mm. there are a lot of things in Scripture mm-hmm. that we may never perfect. It right. will never right until right. until we're made new. Right. And that's okay, too. Yeah. But I think that, like, seeking understanding from the church, from other believers, from the body, that's what that's what we do. Yeah. I mean, that that's exactly—I I think that is precisely what we are to do when we find those moments, is to, to work that out in—those are people in your real-life community. Uh-huh. And that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Annie, I'm laughing inside right now because— Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you have Ezekiel coming up or something? For Perhaps. For Lent? Y'all are going to do Well, listen, I know which podcast episode I want to be on for Ezekiel. It's which We should tell people when Advent starts, yeah. it starts November 28th, the Sunday. We said that That's the right. Sunday after yeah. Thanksgiving. And that Monday, I'm on the first Advent episode. Yes, of yes. Truth. Yay. Oh, you guys so are going to. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah yes. It's going to be so fun. We are going to kick off Advent yes. with Anne. The so one y'all are going to do Ezekiel for Lent? We're doing Ezekiel for Lent. You heard it here are you first, gonna come? ladies and Are you going to come yes, and be on our podcast? Do you want me to tell you the part? Let me see if I can guess. Okay, guess. I don't know if I'll remember the precise chapter. I don't know the chapter. Oh, you don't? Well, I just know the story. Know? Oh, okay. Okay, so y'all are thinking Ezekiel for Lent? Not thinking. It's Ooh, Okay, well. That book is at that, the printer. That book is at okay. the printer. <laughs> it's happening. Well, the Lord went before us and had Listen. me prep my way through my anger and through Ezekiel. all of Scripture 
Yeah. God breathed That's and right. useful That's right. for teaching, it rebuking, all correcting, and training. And isn't it what is actually beautiful is when you see in scripture something that is hard to understand, or you see someone go through something painful in scripture, yeah. you go like, Oh yeah, these are humans who had to make these choices. That's right. And so That's right. we will see that in Ezekiel. And the end of that verse in, in Timothy, that the man or woman of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Yeah. Like we read yeah. all of scripture. All yeah. of scripture speaks to all of life. Yes. And even the book of Ezekiel, even I would even venture to say, especially the book of Ezekiel, is is one where we get to see a fuller picture of God. Yeah. Um, and um we get to ask questions so that we brutal. wouldn't have otherwise asked. Yeah, okay, I can't wait. Yeah. Will y'all come back before Lent and prep us for Lent? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, we will do our best. Annie, there's uh you know, there are some books that we have yet to read as a community. Even after ten years of yeah. Shiro's Truth, and so do you, you might see why <laughs> it took us a why? while to get around to Ezekiel. Yeah. In yeah, our as tenth I'm year, working my yeah. way through Ezekiel, I'm like, oh, good luck, everybody, because yeah. those are some those are some words. I'll tell you <laughs> what, though. I mean, I'll I can go ahead and and prep you for this part, which is that what we won't do because I don't think that we're intended to do is to make a you know, put Ezekiel in like a tidy package with a little bow on top. Like, I'm, that's yeah. not what you're asking. But mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that our friends who are listening here that what we're not saying that, oh, well, you could just sweep all the hard things in Scripture Mm-mm. under the rug because we know that all Scripture is useful for— right. And it makes for, me so you know, nuts when people read the that. Old Testament and they go, I know that part you hate, but but Jesus made it right. I'm like, yeah. no, well, no, because Ezekiel's you know what? a person. Yeah. He went through some terrible right. yeah. things. And do you know what? The God of the New Testament— that came and dwelled with us in the person of Jesus yeah. is the same God of yes. the Old Testament. Yes. The God of the New Testament is good yes. and just and loving and compassionate and kind and merciful. The God of the Old Testament, same God, the same. same character, yes. good, kind, loving, merciful, yes. just, yes. like all of those things. And so that do but we— But Ezekiel's going to make you ask that question. He will. <laughs> and I, I think that we, I think that, that we should because— yeah. We are, I mean, this is part of what, why we are always ready for Advent when this time of year rolls around, yeah. right? Because the world is a tough place to live. Yeah. And, and so I think It's why that reading Ezekiel for Lent is actually a really good book to read. Makes a ton of sense. Because it's asking a lot of hard questions. Yes. And we're walking through some sorrow. Yeah. And we're seeing that not just in our lives, but in Scripture. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. And I think that... And it does make us ready for Advent. Yeah, it does. And Mm -hmm. so that's what, you know, this time yet again, you know, here we are. We had this conversation last year at the end of 2020 and how, like, we have collectively, all humans on the planet, had a hard year. And And for some reason, recording last year, I have this memory of it being very dark in here. Maybe it was just emotional, but did we record in the evening? It was like a night recording. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, oh, Craig is not even Why was it so dark? Wasn't it dark? It was dark. Yeah, it was dark. Right. Maybe it was cloudy and yeah, it was yeah. all the things, but you're right. I but mean, it was it was definitely that. emotionally the good dark. news, guys, yes. it's bright today. It's bright today. Yeah. yeah. And the theme for Advent is everlasting light. That's yeah. right. So it makes sense. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about another one of our incredible partners, Third Love. Around here, we have four sayings on the wall to help guide us. Y'all know these, work hard, pray hard, rest hard, and play hard. And for doing all of these things, it's important to be comfortable. Third Love believes everybody is amazing and deserves to be treated that way. That's why they design underwear, loungewear, activewear that all feels good all day long. 
so you can feel comfortable for whatever your day holds. I love my third love bras. Yes, I own multiple. They're just something about wearing something that fits so well and being comfortable that makes me feel more confident and more at ease and ready for the day. Third Love's fitting room quiz is quick and it's easy to complete and it's like having a personal shopper, y'all, but better. It focuses on size, current fit issues, and your personal style to find bras and underwear that are perfect for you. They're so intent on providing a great fit for everyone that they feature exclusive half cups and their underwear, loungewear, and activewear come in sizes extra small through 3X. With Third Love, you'll love your fit, guaranteed. If not, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days, and their team of expert fit stylists is available via chat or text to answer all your questions. Feeling is believing, so upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash soundsfun. That's 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash soundsfun. And now back to my conversation with Rachel and Amanda. Every year, there's a different thing for Advent reading. And yes. just to do an, a flyby, you said Advent goes from Sunday, November 28th until Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. and <clears throat> Except the book. So the study book ask, and the reading study plan. Start? The study starts on the 28th, okay. first day of Advent. But this year, sometimes we do like the four weeks and that's the book. And yep. done. And so then we kind of like drop off after Christmas. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but this year, we're actually carrying it all the way through um, to the new year. Oh, wow. And so it's a five, it's a it's a little bit bigger book this yep. year. So we're carrying through. And so we'll do, because of the theme, this everlasting light, we yeah. actually spend time looking at Jesus as the light of the world. We look at how he pushed back the darkness yeah. as the light of the world. Yeah. And then we come out of Christmas looking at how to be people of light. Oh, that's awesome. And so right. the, like we get this like opportunity to respond yeah. instead of just going like, baby Jesus in the manger. All right, bye. <laughs> Like, it gives us a moment to, like, what does that mean for us? Like, to ask those questions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it actually goes through January 2nd this time. Oh, wow. Which is exciting. Oh, that's really cool. It's fun in the Advent book to actually sit with, like, to, like, kind of look at the reader on January 1st and, like, talk to them a little bit for a minute. So it goes till the 2nd and then 3rd, 4th, 5th. Epiphany. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Is. That's right. <laughs> and we're going to read the Gospel of John for the new year. Oh, so. great. Yeah. Oh, that's a great. So we'll pick that right up right after. Never be too far that's from right. a gospel. Yeah. Let's, hey, that, that's a t-shirt. That's, that's a, a tattoo. Real that's thing. Never be too far from a gospel. We're reworking our uh, gospel reading plan for the year. Oh, good. For 22. Yeah. Because so many people have just gone like, there was something yes. about reading the gospels every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just read the same thing 12 times. Yep. And it changes your life. Just never yeah. be too far from a gospel. It, it does. Yeah. It really does. Um, what are you thinking? You you have something in your mind? No, I'm just thinking about light. I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking about, you know, you were asking how we chose this. So we we always um a couple things to know is that we there is a there is a, a way in which that we try intentionally try not to reinvent the wheel every advent. Sure. Like we want there are just some scriptures that you want to read every yes. advent, right? Wonderful the people counselor, mighty that's God, right. everlasting You and I right, both right. immediately right. went to Isaiah. Yeah. 9. You want Isaiah or you want Advent to feel the same. And you want it to feel new. And because so that's is, the challenge. Yeah, because it is the same story. Yeah, right. yeah we same story. That's how people Traditional feel about Christmas. They want to hear new songs, but they also want to hear I'll Be Home for Christmas. Exactly. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I want to hear Harry Connick yeah. sing, me, sing me some Christmas lullabies. Yeah. Okay. Um, your friend. I was going to say, you want us to make that? No, we you're, are friends. You're a very good friend. <laughs> We've got an in with Annie now. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, this year... We were actually the the very tiniest of seeds for this 
reading plan was planted in a uh, in a conversation we were having with our mutual friend Tara Lee Cobble. Yeah, like you know Tara Lee. Yeah, yeah? and um, and we were talking about you know Genesis one one where God says let there be light, and we were taught and and so we were we were actually debating a little bit about whether that is the first prophecy of the Messiah in Scripture. Oh, wow. And so I think that's possibly a stretch, but it's... It's more universally agreed that Genesis 3.15 is the... Yeah, 3.15. Yeah, but, but to ask that question, let there be light... Is that was there like a double meaning there? Yeah, it was her argument or question, which was a really fun conversation. Yeah. It was. Oh. It's yeah. exactly the type of conversation you were just talking yeah, about, yeah. right? But what we do know is that light, the theme of light, is found all through yeah. the scriptures, yeah. and that God also God uses the theme of light to to demonstrate His presence with His yeah. people and the promise of the coming Messiah. Yeah, and so we. Just uh, kind of, we tasked our team with, hey, what if we look at Advent and the birth of Jesus through the lens of this theme of light in yeah, Scripture? Yeah. And also when you think about being people, we talk about being people between two Advents. Yes. So what we mean by that is that, you know, there is the first Advent, which means arrival. Advent yep. is just a word, a Latin word that means arrival. So when we talk about Advent in the church, we're talking about the arrival of Jesus, the yes, Son of God, yes. that that we believe that God, um, the baby in the manger, yes, yes, that 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 Jesus is God incarnate, yeah. is God, yeah. right? And so that is the first advent. But you know, Jesus lived, died on the cross, rose again, still living in heaven, right? Yeah. Has has given His Holy Spirit to dwell in believers, and has promised that He will come to earth, to us again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that is, you know, one of those big things that we just hang our hats on as yes. people, as yes. followers of Jesus. And so that will be his second coming, his second yes. arrival or the yes. second advent. So we um, get the privilege of living on this side of the first advent where we have the canon of scripture, like we have the story, the record mm-hmm. of, of Christ coming to earth yeah. and, um, and we have the gospel. And then, but we also live in a world that is not fully redeemed mm-hmm. by any stretch, right? Yeah. That there is still sin ravaging and death the ravaging the world. The active verb is making. I am yes. making all I things new. I am making new. all yes. things yeah. new. And so, so but also making something new. How do you make something new? How do you if make it If it already new? exists, yeah. how do you make it new? That's right. No, I no, think that's, right. that's the one. When I can't fall asleep, instead of counting sheep, this is what I think about. That yeah. one scripture. Yes. Making making something that already exists new? You can't make... It is it is not humanly possible Correct. to that's make exactly an existing right. thing yeah. new. Yeah. That's what I think about when I can't fall asleep until mm-hmm. I fall asleep. And yet it is what God is doing right now in each of us in yes. this room. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, even and, Craig. And even Craig. Even, I almost said that, but I don't know if Craig and I are that close. Yeah, for sure oh, you are. Okay, for sure. Great. Even Craig. And that, and that's what God is doing in the world. And so really, I mean, Advent, it's one of the things that we do in Advent is we we ask that question that keep the, where you lie awake thinking yeah. about it at night. It's like, what does this mean? And why is it necessary? And yeah. what? how did God do this? And, the, and he did this by sending his son yeah. by um through the the messiah and so so that is what we are looking at we're looking at um what we're looking at the theme of light in scripture uh-huh. and how god promises 
His presence and the Savior um, and 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 the light of the world, yeah. Jesus. And you want to geek out about the theme of light in Scripture? Yeah. I mean, sure. Like, we start with, let there be light. Like, yeah. Now the earth was formless and empty. Yeah. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And, like, chaos to, to order. Yeah. But, like— Amanda said the presence of God is often represented. So we've got like the burning bush. We've got the pillar of fire that leads the people of Israel. We have all of these like fire moments like Elijah. I was about to say, when you think about light, you think about fire too. Y'all kind of put them together. Candles. Well, I mean, not candles. In this case, fire, fire. But yes, but that's what we represent on Advent is we light candles and it brings light. But like what, what happened at Pentecost? Tongues of fire. Tongues of fire. Right? The presence of God. Was there fire at Epiphany? Uh, no. no, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But I what mean, announced? What announced to where did the star. wise men follow? The star. They follow. What did God say to Abraham? Yeah, that's a great quiz. Look in the sky. Yes, your descendants will be as numerous as yep. the stars. Yeah, the stars. Yeah. How about this? You ready for this one? Y'all have already thought about this. Someone said this to me the other day. God had Adam name all the animals. The only thing that God named was the stars. It says, oh. "I've called them they by name." Yes. Okay. God named the stars and Adam named the animals. Wow. Why? Do you think that all of the angels have names? Yeah, certainly, because he has to, like, call them. Yeah. They have to, like, show up. There's at least two that have names. Right. Because we know that we've... Yeah, those are Gabriel and Michael. Oh, there's a third. So, yeah, we know Gabriel. She said for the good ones. You're just going for the the nice ones. Michael and Gabriel. (laughs) I don't want to see an angel, but also I do because they always say, don't be afraid. So I'm like, you must be terrifying to look terrifying. at. Terrifying. Yeah. Again, Ezekiel. Ezekiel describes them. Some with a wheel oh, under with them. with a wheel. And four heads. And you're like, what wheel? What is, why is there a wheel? And why does and it like, turn? And like, is there like ball bearings <laughs> at play? Like, how is it spinning? It has an eagle face. It has a human face. Because it has a tiger is, face. Yeah, I can't. And it keeps saying, it um, has gung- I had the, I had the impression of a thing. Like, yeah. the language like he, he uses even... is he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> There's nothing He's on like, earth. And then there was a wheel under in every direction they turned, so did the yes, wheels. Yes, If you Google it, people, we, we'll talk about this at Lent. Hold this. Y'all. This is my fault. But we'll he tried Lent. so hard. He did. <laughs> Can you imagine this? He's going to be like, I don't know how to tell you this. And I'm doing I this. I saw these things. <laughs> and I'm writing this in, in Hebrew. That's right. That's right. Okay, sorry. So light, So stars. No, I mean, listen, just like the more the you dig the in. It's like trees. And, it's then, like, and yeah. then what happens at the end, Annie? We don't need a sun anymore. Why? Because he, the, the light sun. radiates from Jesus out He's of the light. Yes, for the she, world. you literally, Rachel came out of her chair when she said, yes. the, sun. "The sun, the sun of God is the light yes. for the whole world." So, do you think we won't have a sun? Any, I mean, an S U N, anymore when right. Jesus returns and is yes. in Jerusalem? He will be the it only. It says light. we won't need one. So. Okay. So the theme Revelation, of light in scripture, man. we didn't we didn't extrapolate this. It's real. It's all over scripture. Okay, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No not that not, you not of, that anyone was accusing of. What? Oh, are you making Craig things was, up? Oh, Craig, Craig was correct. They ran out of Advent Behave ideas, yourself. and here they go. Jingle bells oh. all the way through scripture. <laughs> Just wait. There was more wow. bells, Annie. Oh, listen to this. Y'all know I love a theme. So listen, it doesn't say there isn't one, but listen, this is Revelation. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and read it because yeah, here do. we are. Revelation 21. Um, and the, the title of this in the CSB anyway, which is the version of the Bible that I'm reading from, yep. is called The New Creation. 
um, and the new Jerusalem. And so verse 22 says, I did not see a temple in it because the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb are its temple. The city does not need the sun Mm. or the moon to shine on it because the glory of God illuminates it and its lamp is the lamb. Wow. Its Mm -hmm. lamp is the lamb. The nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. The nations will walk by its light. And say that next part again. The kings. And the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. And then, but wait, there's more. Verse 25, its gates will never close by day because it will never be night there. They will bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. It will never be night in Jerusalem? The new Jerusalem. They have so many pretty twinkly lights, though. <laughs> I love so it's gonna be, twinkly lights. And if you're telling me that the new creation and the new Jerusalem, that this is going to be better than, like, stars and twinkle lights, it's gotta be then it's going to be real good. That's right. Because I right. love some twinkle Because Jesus doesn't have a dimmer. We're not going to, like, turn him <laughs> no. down so we can see the twinkle lights. Too bright, too bright. <sighs> wow. Wow. And also in the study book that people can get, there's a page. So page 18 is the Christian calendar. And then starting on page 38, some people may already have it because they've been ordering it for oh, the yeah. last couple of weeks. We've got a lot starting of heads on, nodding right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting on page 38, y'all have like outlined all the light things yeah. in scripture yeah. that you could find. Wow. <gasps> we have a very right. good team. What a great theme, yeah. y'all. That is it's really so... fun, especially when it gets so dark. Yeah, I, People don't live, not everybody lives where we live, where we have... Weirdly short days because we're so close to Eastern time zone, even though we're central. So it'll be it, dark at 4.30 when people are listening It was to this. dark last night at 6, and I was Brutal. like, oh, no, it's going to be 5. Soon. I know, I know. Oh, no. I know. It's very hurtful. I know. But luckily, we're going to talk about light from here on out. I know. Yeah. It feels like, oh. truly, to be in the— Amanda just slams, Amanda her, just slams her book on so I got to talk about light. Yeah. In the, dark, in the darkest season of the year. Yeah. Let's talk about light. Oh, I love it. Okay, let's real quick— um, People can get the book right now. What's the code they can use? It is TSF Advent. Okay. That sounds and that fun. That gets Advent. them what? 15% off anything in the She Reads Truth shop that is in the Advent collection. Okay. So That's go right. to Advent so you can get that because there's a She Reads Truth workbook. Yes, ma'am. Then there's a He Reads Truth workbook. Mm-hmm. And there's kids, the Christmas story kids. There's a bunch of kids stuff this yeah. year. So the kids book, which actually follows the theme of light yeah, also as yeah. a children's book. And then we did um, little countdown calendars, oh, one good. for grown-ups and one for kids <gasps> this year. So the Brilliant. grown-up one follows the daily of the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you have kids and you want to do yeah. – here's the thing that we've learned. If you set intentions for your children, they'll hold you accountable to those intentions. Oh, they will wow. not let you forget. That it is time to do the Advent Yeah, that's – I mean, we know that from Tooth Fairy stuff. Right. When we set intentions for our kids, they hold us accountable. Yeah. Um, and so that's so helpful because if if – my kids, when they were little, they're a little less interested in, like, hanging ornaments on the tree daily uh-huh, right now. Uh-huh. But they would, every day at dinner time, they won't let you forget. Yeah. And so it's yeah. really cool. Like, if you want to set intentions for yourself, like, Amanda and I have been talking through, like, what are good ways to do that? Like, yeah. actually, like, maybe setting my Bible on top of my phone so that when I wake wow. up in the morning, I have to physically remove the Bible, remove the Bible to get <laughs> yes. to the phone. Yes. Or perhaps in front of my coffee maker. So I have to right. touch it. I love the, the rhythm that you have, Annie, with making tea yeah. and then walking. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I think that probably even, like, inspired that thought about the coffee maker. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that sometimes it's it's just so hard to 
have a habit, have a routine, but Christmas is such a nice time to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the booklets are really helpful. Everybody knows I love to spiral bind mine. Yeah, you They do. can look on Insta Story. I'll show you how to do it. And um, you know you're going to be shaving off uh, gold foil I off know, the spine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They always give me the spine. I can keep the spine. Where, where um, are your spines, Annie? <laughs> can't know. Can't know. But Follow-up question. <laughs> Quick part two. Where are the spines? <laughs> but that's not the barrier to reading scripture. You don't no. have to pay to do shit. Will you talk about the other ways you can oh, do yeah. the yeah. study together? Um, so she reads through this about we're about to celebrate our 10th birthday Yes, um, in June. Which is amazing. And I cannot so believe Are we doing a big party? We're growing oh, up so fast. We are. We are going to have a big party. Okay, good. I um, hope so. And... In 10 years, I mean, 10 years ago, Amanda and I set an intention that we never wanted there to be a haves and a have-nots. And and by that, we mean we would never want there to be a barrier for people to join us right. in the in the act of daily reading scripture. Yeah. And so, you know, on the She Reads Truth website, shereadstruth.com, every day it's there. Yep. Um, and then if you want, I mean, the and app. it's free. And it's free. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the app is like a little bit easier experience because the scripture's all right there. Um, and then the, the devotionals and. Yeah. But the devotionals are on both. Oh, my gosh. The comments are on both. Yes. They're all there. That's right. And then the book is just the really fun offline way to yeah. have all of the scripture printed all in one place. You can take your notes. You can, at the end, you know, have it as a keepsake, yeah. look back and on it. And it keeps me off my phone. It That's keeps, my other thing is it yeah. keeps me off technology in my morning I keep time. my phone. Like this morning I was I was reading my Bible and my phone was an actual, like, across the room. Wow. Because I just couldn't. Like, I just kept, like, checking something I or thinking something. I have my phone before and been like, yes. what is wrong with you, Annie? Yes. Put your phone down and I'm did you, launch it. You put your phone in timeout. I put it my phone in my room. <laughs> yes. Very John Mark Comer. I, I think I need to get like a timeout spot for my phone. Yeah. Okay. I, you know what, what my heart really wants? I once like made a little, little miniature chair. Oh, yeah, sure. Sit here. I once oh. made a little dunce cap for my phone. A, a little, dunce cap? Yeah. You're like, no, you're ashamed it. <laughs> you shamed your phone. You, why has She Reads Truth not made tiny chairs for us to put our phones in? Well, it's oh, a yeah. little bit off mission, oh, but maybe. That <laughs> feels maybe like, it's like a beanbag. It feels like a that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. and Actually, or maybe like a crossover. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're, she Reads Truth by that collab. A collab. I'm going to go straight <laughs> to Emma, who runs my whole life after this, and yeah. say, Emma, we need a tiny chair for our phones to sit to be in, in time while out. we're reading our Bibles. So it can have its quiet time while we're having <laughs> yes, ours. Yes. If the very first ever She Reads Truth That Sounds Fun merch collaboration is tiny tiny chair. chair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in the comments, while you're also telling us about Epiphany and Pentecost, do you want a tiny quiet time chair for your phone? <laughs> or like a or like a timeout beanbag? Yeah, yeah, because we need the charger to go in the back. It's just an opportunity. To, it's a charging. I can station. see it in my head. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. making it. Don't anybody else make it? Don't Craig, do that. are you handy? Craig, <laughs> yes, he is. He can build things around here. That's he what is. I'm wondering. He is our token builder. It's not because women can't build things. Craig just we he uses his time. Gift we know Stevie yes, we have, Yeah, that's exactly <gasps> right. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, this is a great idea. I'm here for it. I'm very here for it. Hey friends, just taking a quick break to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Rothy's. What better way to welcome the fall season than with new shoes? From their best-selling round and pointed toe flats to sneakers that are perfect for any adventure and loafers made for moments when comfort is a must, Rothy's has got your fall footwear needs covered. Nothing says fall like soft plush merino wool, you guys. And for the third year in a row, Rothy's has launched an exclusive autumn collection featuring washable merino wool styles. 
They're incredibly comfortable, cozy, and just like all your other favorite Rothy's styles, they're 100% machine washable. And if you're headed out on the fall break trip or a weekend getaway, their spacious washable bags are perfect for effortlessly carrying all your essentials. Hand to heaven, I get compliments every single time I wear my Rothy's. I love that they're made from recycled plastic water bottles. You guys, how cool is that? And great news for all our dudes. Rothy's shoes aren't just for women anymore. That's right. Rothy's now sells men's sneakers and men's drive-in loafers. The men's line features the same level of craftsmanship as Rothy's women's line, and they're durable, washable, and better for the planet. Plus, they're rigorously tested for a perfect fit, wash after wash. In fact, Forbes calls Rothy's men's shoes a travel must-have. Okay. But who better to tell you about how comfortable Rothy's are than other real-life customers like Lisa, who said these shoes are like walking on clouds. And Julie says there's no break-in period, no blisters, just pure comfort. And your friend Annie says, I love mine. (laughs) So no wonder Rothy's best-selling shoes, The Point in Black, has over 5,000 near-perfect reviews. To help you welcome the fall season in style, Rothy's is doing something special. That's right. They gave us the chance to share this super rare opportunity with our friends for a limited time. So right now you can get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash sounds fun. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sounds fun. Head to rothys.com slash sounds fun to find your new favorites today. And I have one more amazing partner to share with you, your Enneagram coach. Oh, y'all, how much do we love Beth McCord? I'm so excited to share this opportunity with you, friends. Beth is one of our very favorite Enneagram experts, and she and the Your Enneagram Coach team are hosting free live online trainings, and she's asked me to extend her personal invitation to you all to join in. If you've ever shared the Enneagram with someone and loved getting to see how it helped them on their journey toward health, and their personal lives and their relationships, these free trainings are for you. Beth will be live hosting each session herself where she'll be sharing how she created her dream job by becoming a certified Enneagram coach and how you can too enjoy the same freedom and flexibility and impact of being an Enneagram coach. Becoming a coach who is certified in the Enneagram could change everything for you personally and professionally. Beth and her team will be answering all your questions in real time, and they have an incredible bonus for you just for showing up. So if you're even remotely interested in this dream opportunity, you need to reserve your spot. There's no obligation, but space is limited, and Beth is only holding these live trainings for one week. So go reserve your seat at yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash TSF. Like That sounds fun. Yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash TSF. And now back to finish this conversation with Amanda and Rachel. In the book. Yes, ma'am. You have one of our very favorite, that sounds fun, chefs. We do. Simone, who everybody around here just loves. Yeah, Simone's like the chef who made up all the recipes that are in the book. Okay, every year we do recipes. And we kind of curate them or we make them ourselves or wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah is what I had to say about that. (laughs) Wah, 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 wah. Um, and then we were like, Simone, like he's our, he has mm-hmm. two years cooked for our team for yeah, Christmas, like yeah. for the Christmas dinner. Yes. Um, and every year he makes this butternut squash soup. Yeah. And it is like door prizes, the leftovers. It is uh-uh. so good. I think he used to make it at Josephine. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh-huh. he cooked that recipe for uh-huh. us. And the butternut <gasps> squash in the is thing? in the Sheeran oh, Street Advent book. You know how Kendra has Change Your Life Chicken? Yes. I feel like this is Change Your Life Butternut squash. But for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, for different reasons. Uh, um, so, yeah, man. Simone is, like, local 
awesome chef yes. friend friend of the pod for yes. you. Yes. And um, yeah, and so he came and cooked, and it was magic. Yeah. And there's a rib roast, like it, it's like the Christmas meal. Yeah. And it's got like I think it starts six days out. You have to start six Maybe days. Maybe five. Oh, my gosh. People need to pay attention then. Yeah. Um, it's a whole thing. They're se- these are serious recipes. Yeah. Um, but with serious okay, results. Okay, I actually exaggerated. Yes. I looked. It was three days. Three days. Still, out. I respect. Yeah. Three can feel like six. Yeah, yeah. There are times where days feel but long. But he, like, he actually, like, I mean, this, They're like, professional chef too. who is, like, so successful is walking us through like every step of making something that he makes so beautiful. Like, I'm yeah. so grateful. I feel yeah. like, are you sure you want to share all this? <laughs> right. Yeah. He's and he so did. kind. And there, as always, there's hymns yep. throughout. Yes. And, you know, our title always comes from a hymn. And oh, so, that's right. A lyric. Yeah. It is always a hymn lyric. So it's the Everlasting Light. It's from A Little Town of Bethlehem. Oh, sure. You'll, you'll know it as soon as I start to say it. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. That is beautiful. The everlasting light. It's Jesus. Always has been. Always will be. Even in the in the Old Testament, Jesus is the light of the world. The light that is coming into the world. Right. And so hymns, recipes, and Annie Downs. Trouble forever, crusted. That's right. I can't wait to start. Can't there wait are, to start. There are cute crafts this yes, year. Yes, y'all made some really cute. I uh-huh. mean, the, the clay. Um, yeah, the little. They're little light illuminated clay Christmas, clay Christmas trees. trees. It's beautiful. They're and, so cute or, and easy. And it's like a, if you have kids, you can involve them. Yes. But it's like the whole thing is like to remind you then of the light theme. Right. You right. can Love also it. if if they decide that they're Harry Potter hats, that's also okay. That's right. That's right. We I hadn't that. thought of that, but now I can't unsee said, it. I I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. I hadn't uh, thought of that. I like to ruin things. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all, it's beautiful. Y'all, may, again, have done such a beautiful job on this book and the uh, study. And in the cover, and, it's all sparkles. Oh, it's all sparkles. There's no Good. ink on that cover. It's all foil. It's all, all foil. foil. Isn't that great? That's really cool. The cover, the pearl yeah. look of the cover. Opalescent. So good. And the dudes is red. Yeah. With yes. white foil. With white foil. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's and it's awesome. beautiful. That it's red. It's kind of got like a best made vibe. I like it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like that red paper. Yeah. I respect good. it. Mm-hmm. And I like it at the end of the book, you put like a, here's like a history thing. Like for the record, mm-hmm. here was this year for me. In 2021, how did I, what did I see God do? And what mm-hmm. is my prayer for 2000? 2022? Are we going to sure. say oh, How do we even... 2022. I know. Why could my brain do that? It just doesn't feel like it's the roaring 20s that I expected. <laughs> it's roaring in the wrong way. <laughs> this is not the way it's, that we... It's like... <laughs> that is such a funny sentence. This just isn't the roaring 20s like I expected. Well, we're only one in or two in. Yeah. We've got eight more to go, technically. Two, I know. I don't three, know whether four, to feel five, five, good six, about that. Seven, or? eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah, we've got eight more to go. Okay. So let's like circle back in like 2027. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do 2028. But let's circle yeah. back in 2028 and be like, was it? That was not the roaring 20s yeah, I expected. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then okay. we'll be like, well, yeah, sorry. We've do only write, got 18 months left, so probably. Yeah. We need to write that down mm-hmm. so we don't forget. Yeah, mm-hmm. I won't forget. Hey, Siri, remind us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remind us that. In oh, six years. Sorry. <laughs> oh, she was listening. My Siri was listening. She's always listening. Um, okay, is there anything we didn't say about Advent that you want to make sure we say? Can't wait for people to jump in and read with it's us. It's just, I mean, we say it every year, but it's just because it's true. It's such a special season. If you are... A, a lifelong Bible reader or you're a thinking about it yeah. Bible reader. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. thinking about reading my Bible. It's a 
beautiful season to be a part of and to just start to walk through Scripture. It's also unique in that we're going to read passages from all over the Bible. Yeah, So it's not an overwhelming amount of Scripture. It's just a really good collection of Scripture. Um, I mean, I think we probably cover maybe half the books of the Bible. Yeah. And so I just, it's just a a really good, and we will read, you know, the, the, like the traditional, um, like the prophecies of, of the Mm -hmm. Messiah, but then also the story of the nativity and all of those stories that you may remember reading as children or, um, you know, lots of Luke 2, yeah. <laughs> Luke 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, but we're going to, it's a journey. We're taking We're taking a journey. We're going to see how the Bible talks about the light of the world and Jesus as the embodiment of light. We're going to read the story of his coming, and then we're going to talk about what it means to live as people of the light. Because, yeah. you know, it's no secret that this, this world is heavy and dark and a, a tough place to live, like yeah. we said earlier. Yeah. But as as Christians, as those who have faith in the actual light of the world, um, Jesus, we get to be little lights in our world, yeah. and we get to shine that light. Um, like we just said, when we were having our Epiphany and Pentecost discussion, this good news is for all people. Yeah, that's right. And so we we get to be um, part of of proclaiming that good news. And yeah. so, and then we talk at the end, toward the end of the plan, as we're um, as New Year the New Year rolls around, we'll talk about waiting. For, yeah. for the light, yeah. like waiting for the next advent yeah. and the promise that Jesus will return. So it's just going to be really rich, really sweet. Um, just would really love for you guys to read with us. I was talking with a friend today who was saying that he was feeling lazy about his faith. He just said, I don't know why. I'm just like, I'm not motivated. And He's probably also tired. Uh, yes, Aren't everyone's tired. tired. And also, we don't put ourselves to what doesn't serve us. Right? You don't yeah. make time for what doesn't serve you. Now, our faith is not about serving ourselves, blah, blah, blah. All the things we're supposed to say, I but hurt also. my toes, Annie. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but it's true. It's like, true. if we don't think something serves us, we don't pursue it. And so, me going, getting a doctorate in something doesn't serve me at all. So, I'm not putting my time toward it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, I would say to our friends who feel like their faith hasn't been serving them in a way, again, we are about serving Jesus, but I do gain something when I read the Bible. Yeah. It is for right. us too. Mm-hmm. And if there's a world where you are in a spot where you go, I'm, I haven't been doing any of this because I'm disappointed in God, because I'm frustrated, because this hasn't worked out or because this didn't go the way. Me being active in my faith did not serve me. Mm-hmm. This is a great, we invite you back to this. That's good. Just yeah. come back, start some disciplines, yeah. like reading every day, and and then let the Holy Spirit catch up, mm-hmm. kind of like pursue you while you're taking steps yeah. toward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I think you have to lay the groundwork of the disciplines a little bit before the emotion catches up. Oh, I mean, often that's what, but that that's true like for always. a lot of things. Yeah. 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 You know, that's true. I mean, I bet you would say that that's true as a writer, right? Yeah. That you don't mm-hmm. always sit down because you're inspired. You yeah, almost no. always sit down no. I'm because it's time right to sit down. Hate everything about <laughs> this, but you yeah. have to, Yeah. you sit down and do it. So that that's the people group I'm thinking about today. We have so many of our friends who are faithful Bible readers. We have so many friends who have never read before, and I think they'll both jump in with us. I love that. It's the I hope it's you the, do. Me too. Yeah. It's the others. Yeah. It's the ones who are disappointed in this whole thing. Yeah. And and maybe their only discipline is they listen to me. Yeah. And my friends that we bring on here, or maybe they they read one thing a week, or they get up and go to church still. But mm. I, my hope is that this season about light yeah. will bring light. Well, and the thing is. The first Christmas, it was a y'all come. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a total, like, everybody, this yes. is for everybody. Yes. And that's what we saw at Epiphany, right? Yeah. That it's good news for all creation. Yes. And I think every Advent, this year included, mm-hmm. it's a y'all come. Yeah. There were three wise men. There were 3,000 people saved. I wonder if that matters. <gasps> I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to keep going. Annie. I can't quit thinking about it. That and Ezekiel. My big takeaways are hurry back. Yeah. For Lent, so we can talk about Ezekiel and the wheels. We'll talk Team, about clear it. her calendar. Sure. The rest yeah. of her day is spoken for. That's She's right. got to think about yeah, this. I wish. Um, okay, girls, because the show's called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Oh, what sounds fun to me? You know, it's been, it's been a fall. Um, yeah. <laughs> what sounds fun to me is just time to sit on the back porch with my people. It's a little cold. I want some blankets. At the cabin? Well, no, just at my house. Okay. Um, I do love a cabin. Mm-hmm. I love a cabin. Yeah, I mean, sure. I want to go to a cabin. <laughs> um, Are we allowed to just make stuff up? Yeah. Like what, what truly what Actually, fun? we will go to a cabin for Christmas. There you go. And that's okay. coming. So that does sound super fun to yeah. me. In the meantime, I will settle for um, our back deck and some beanies and some s'mores and yeah. some blankets and just... Um, watching my children be free of sports schedules for a while. Hallelujah. Really, just, the, just two Let of them. So. Let it be so, Lord. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds fun to you, Ray. I um, have been watching an extreme amount of the Barefoot Contessa. Oh, really? Ina Garten. Oh, I love her, her and Jeffrey. You guys, she makes everything okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she lives in the Hamptons. Like she, Everything's yeah, fine I know. there. Everything is fine in the Hamptons. Yes. And Jeffrey comes home from his job as the dean emeritus at Yale. Yes. It's great. As um, one does. Everything one is does. fine. But his like, I mean, she, these little phrases that she, like, let's give it a big stir. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> she says like, you know, the cook's best tool is clean hands. Like yeah. she says all these things. These And it just makes me so like, feel like I can do anything. I can yeah. cook. And I love cooking. It's one of my favorite things to do. Right. So what sounds fun to me is like roasting a chicken and making a chocolate cake and yeah. like just cooking in the kitchen yeah. and making a mess. Sounds so fun. Do you know what the sweetest thing is? Is that is Jennifer Garner's love for Ina yes. Garden. That's Agreed. right. She loves her too. It's she, adorable. It I just also raise your hand if you want to be Jennifer Garner's yeah. best friend. Yeah, yeah. certainly. Absolutely. All the hands raised. All the hands raised. I want to be Ina Garden's best friend. I, well, I want her to like I don't need her to be our best friend because best friend you have to like tell the stuff to. Okay. So if we oh, want no, Jennifer we don't Garner to, to be that. our best friend, then yeah. what we're saying is like, no, I'm gonna like tell her the worst parts. Okay. Yeah. And she and I don't. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't part want of being okay, best well, friends. What do so I here's mean? what I want. Neighbor. From, no, no, no. Neighbor. Neighbor oh. of Jennifer Garner or like girl group. We're yeah. in the same group. Mm. Like we, we maybe vacation. do like a girl trip together. Yeah. Or like we go to dinner once a month, but she's not the one I like see the most yeah. in the circle. Like okay, a yeah. book club yeah, where yeah, like yeah. there may or may not book be. Club. That's uh-huh. exactly I like the that there friendship were I want for air her. Air quotes in the book club. Yes. Uh-huh. I want I want book club member friendship with Jennifer Garner. Okay. And with Ina Garten, I want. Personal chef. Yeah, because yeah, I don't no, like cooking I as much live, as you. I want to. I want to live next to Ina. Neighbors. <gasps> I want to be right neighbor. next door. Right next door. You're gonna see everybody come and go that you're not invited to. But here's the thing: her garden. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then I don't have to have Ina Garten's garden. Yeah. I maybe just want to have one meal with her ever. Okay. I maybe mm. just want to come to the house. I don't know that I need to share life with her. Sure, I'd like to share a sure. meal with her. I want to be her for Halloween. <laughs> Ryan could that be Jeffrey. A, that took a turn real quick. Ryan could be Jeffrey. And who are your children? Vegetables? Yeah. Since they don't have any kids. My, kids don't, my kids don't participate with us, Riley. They okay. go to their friends' houses. Okay, fair, fair. It's hard. Okay, so Ina, who do you want Ina to be to you, Amanda? 
Are you going to get Ina on the podcast? I'm just, I'm just going to That sounds fun to me. Can you have her on? Yeah, and then just, I'm just going to sit in the next room. People always say this. Can you have so-and-so on? I'm like, do you think I just have a phone number to everyone? I do. I do. <laughs> so, yes, I'm going to try with Ina. Work I'll just on call that, her. Though, Is there some version of, like, a, a nanny but for an adult? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel like I want her to like just counselor. Is that your counselor? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or, no, but she would be your godparent. Cook and like show me okay. how to do things. A nanny. How to how a to nanny, but for like an a adult. proper nanny, like we see in the in the like um, Mary the crown or Mary or Poppins. like my li- my like um, on site home ec teacher. Okay. Like you come to my okay. house a few mm-hmm. hours a week and just tell me how to be a, grown, be grown a better nanny grown is the right up. language. And grown the, the, the right thing language. that I love is at least twice an episode she'll ask a rhetorical question. But the way, like, she's like, "How easy is that?" Yeah, or like, "Does it that look like, perfect?" Isn't that isn't that delicious? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the best dessert? And you're like, "Yes," and I say it out loud to her. I know you it's rhetorical, back. but I say it out loud. Yeah, you're right, y'all are Ina. neighbors. Y'all yeah. are neighbors. I would never talk back. I'm just sharing a meal. Well, she can't. Amanda wouldn't talk back because that's her grown up nanny. That's well, no, but I grown up nanny. no, but the kind of nanny that you like, you have a really good relationship with, and if you need some advice, you can ask her. Yeah, Craig, who do you want Ina Garden to be to you? Do you know who Ina Garden is, Craig? No, no, he does not. No, he does not. Listener, he does not know who Ina Garden is. He looks very surprised by your question. <laughs> yes, we will end the show and let Craig Google Ina Garden and learn. Okay, well, sure. I think I think Jennifer Garner and Ina Garden yeah. Garden Garten. Garten. have really um, we've really defined the relationship with both of them today. I appreciate that, and That's they a do strong too. Strong finish. Yeah, I want Ezekiel. I want to be Ezekiel's. Um, I want to be his, like, big sister. Podcast okay. host? I want to be his podcast host. I want to have him on. And then when we finish recording, I go, hey, are you all right? Yeah. What can I do? What sounds fun we, That you? happens a lot when we have people in here yeah. of, like, um, that are younger than us. Yeah. Where When we're done, I'm like, can we exchange phone numbers in case you or I need anything? Because I feel like we could be real life, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, that would that's what would happen with Ezekiel. I'd be mm-hmm. like, hey, I've read some of your story. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I'm familiar. What do you need? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Your book launch went is going great. Thanks, yeah, for the kids' book. No, I'm sorry. For I was talking Ezekiel. about Ezekiel. Oh yeah, yeah, Ezekiel. Your book launch is going great. It takes some turns best, we did not expect. Ezekiel. I mean, bestseller in the whole world. <laughs> that and Harry Potter. That's right. You and sixty-five other books. Yeah, not necessarily the most well-read. No. Yeah, chapter, no, but of. it will be after this spring. First, we got to go through Everlasting Life. Yeah. We get to first. We get that to was go quite through. a rabbit trail. I wow, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. Oh, you guys, aren't they just the best? Uh, Okay, now listen, go to my Instagram, and we've got to talk about Pentecost and Epiphany. I need your thoughts. We have so many things we want you to talk to us about on Instagram. So make sure you go there. Give us your thoughts. Be sure to pick up your copy of the Advent Study, and remember to use the code TSFADVENT for 15% off your Advent order, anything in the Advent store at shopshereachtruth.com. You can get your stuff for the he's, for the kids, for you, everything for Advent. And remember, the code is TSFADVENT for 15% off. And you need to order by November 4th to guarantee that you get the book in time to start the study. So they'll still have more after that. But if you want to be sure to be able to start, order by November 4th. And be sure you're following Rachel, Amanda, and She Reads Truth so you can tell them thanks for being on the show. And we'll see them back here for Lent to talk about Ezekiel. I'm ready. I am ready. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. 
That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. So go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. And today, what sounds fun to me is, oh, our whole staff is going out after work today. That sounds really fun to me to go hang out with all of our friends. So I'm very excited about that. Hey, listen, start telling me what sounds fun to you in the Instagram comments under this post. I would love to hear your answer today. I hope to see you guys all on the live stream tomorrow night. Oh, that sounds fun to me. Tomorrow night, you guys, me, Eddie, live stream. Remember the tickets are CompassionLive.com. And we'll see you back here on the pod on Wednesday with my favorite golfer because he's my only friend who's a golfer, Bubba Watson. (laughs) So we'll see you on Wednesday with Bubba Watson.